I'd like to tell you a story about one of our homeschool experiences early on. I remember sitting at the dining room table. Our house was all set up. We hadn't been living at our duty station for very long. And I had a math book out and my little first grader was sitting at the table and there were tears streaming down his face. The younger children were playing with some educational toys kind of around my feet. And I looked into the face of my young son and I looked at the math workbook and it struck me. What are we doing? Why is this this way? Isn't this how school is supposed to be? Aren't we supposed to sit with the book and learn? Why isn't he learning? Why is he crying? And I began to ponder this because I was a bit baffled being a new homeschool mom. We had only endeavored to do this for probably a year before when we were in another poor duty station with poor schools. I began to reach out to other moms and remember all the, the conversations I'd had with many seasoned veteran homeschool moms in the past as I was trying to grasp the concept of what was homeschooling. What did it look like? Was it like school at home? Do we sit at desks? Do we have a blackboard? Would I stand in front of the children and teach them all day? Going from subject to subject with bathroom breaks, lunch breaks. So with the fire in my mind, the picture of my sweet little boy sitting there with tears having splashed onto his math workbook, my frustration and confusion having grown exponentially with every effort, I, I began to realize through my quest for information and for people to, to give me insight into what they had done that every family has their own style of learning. Oftentimes, the children will have a style similar to one or the other of the parents. Sometimes they'll have their own very unique style. And one of the beautiful blessings of homeschool, the opportunity that we are presented with, is to find that specific style. So no longer are little very active boys stuck in their seat all day, and they can't get the wiggles out, and they need to be on the playground every 45 minutes to get 15 minutes of good running out or some imaginary, you know, imaginary play, some swords and some, you know, action, being a pirate, whatever they need. <laughs> Every boy is different. Even little girls need that. I had one who still can hardly stay in her seat. But at homeschool, you have the flexibility to discover when do they need the breaks? Well, how do they learn best? The story continued in my home that we began experimenting. We began searching for all the alternative math programs. We tried online math programs. We tried manipulative math programs. We tried every form of math through games and, um, I mean, just flashcards. And we did everything until we figured out what worked for my son. So that specific lesson actually led me into a larger realization. There are types of homeschooling. As you begin to endeavor to make your homeschool into something that you feel confident about, that you know for sure your child is getting the kind of education that you want for that child to be successful, look into the main six types of homeschool that exist. There is traditional homeschool, very much like what we already do in a classroom setting today, school at home. Classical, 
very heavily based on classic literature. Charlotte Mason, she was an amazing teacher with excellent results. And for the younger children, she taught them to love learning. She taught them to passionately pursue it themselves. And as the children grow, then they become much more independent in studying when they're older and you you give shape to all that they learn. Unit studies, many parents I know love and thrive on unit studies and so do their children. Then there's unschooling, which isn't as horrible as it sounds. It does still provide excellent math, English, you know, all the different sciences, technical learning, but it, it um, encourages a, a passion um, for the child with less structure to search out exactly what they want and to do it in the way they want to. Then there's the eclectic style, which is a bit of what I do in my home. You take a piece of everything and you specifically tailor it to that individual child. So the homeschool for my oldest child looks nothing like the homeschool for my third child. They're different people. They learn differently. They had, they had different needs. My second child, my fourth child, they have special needs. So their homeschools look nothing alike and look nothing like their brothers. <laughs> and so you have the flexibility to research these homeschool types and then just try them out. And if you're sitting there at the table like I was, and one day you notice tears streaming down your child's face, or better yet, you see your child blossoming, then you'll know, oh, it's time to either stick with this curriculum because my child is blooming, or I think we better stop and find another one that's more suited. So I wanted to encourage you. As you go along, you will learn a lot about yourself. You will learn a lot about your child. And you will be able to find, through trial and error, a lot of peace. And you will find unity between yourself and your child. And you will begin to actually realize that you have your own style. And it's exciting. And it helps you feel more like an individual, more... um, defined in who you are. And it's a good feeling. So I hope you're having a great day. Soon I'll be publishing uh, my new Facebook page where we can all go together and chat about this stuff. And um, so I will let you know when that comes up. I'm excited to get it out there soon. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for spending some time with me. Take care.